always do that special roll. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a daily say. reminder <laughs> to continue That's to read those special rules. going to say every time. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Do it all the time. Welcome to the Kindred Spirit Podcast, a program completely dedicated to the board game Spirit Island. On this show, we examine and discuss every aspect of the game, whether they be general tips, in-depth strategies, or silly shenanigans. Today, we kick off our scenario analysis series, where we'll examine each scenario in the game to see what fun changes they bring to the table and how the spirits can interact with them. For this first one, what better scenario to start with than Blitz? Now everyone gets to feel like lightning. Hey! hey. Gotta go fast. I mean, how can you not start with Blitz? You gotta I mean, start with Blitz. <laughs> you gotta the start at the beginning, yeah. B, right, alphabetically, right? from the base, yeah. What's crazy is, so we've had three episodes, right? Yeah. It still kind of feels like the first one, because this is you and me, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Nothing against the interviews, but this feels like what the podcast is sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the main core of Right. It. I do love having other people oh, on, and it's I been always will. Awesome. But yeah, this feels like the other ones were like the first few days at a work retreat, but then this yeah. was like your first nine to five action. Okay. This is where we The nitty gritty. Yeah. I'm quite excited to get back to the meat and potatoes kind of Could be back, buddy. Yeah. Hey there. Editing Ryan here. Just want to clarify something really quick. Due to the way the recording schedule sometimes changes, episodes that were originally intended for one time slot can occasionally be rearranged in the calendar and placed somewhere else. This is one of those cases. This episode was actually recorded before the gift card series, so the statements you just heard were actually true at the time this was recorded. Sometimes that's just how it works out. Alright, that's all for me. Carry on. And it's good to start a new series, too. Ooh. One of the things that's actually quite comedic that I forgot to do for the Adversary series was... Well, the book says what adversaries are. And we that- read from the book all the time. <laughs> I know. Remember when Laura was confused by the book? I know. She's like, <laughs> wait, a that's book? a thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really her prerogative and her nature to no, read rules. No. <laughs> follow them. She makes them as she goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but one thing I was like, okay. There's like a nice, conveniently written paragraph that describes what Eric spent so much time on that. And I completely forgot. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to go grab this wide book here. There you go. Do you hear that? I'm a Foley artist. Can you hear that at all? This book that I'm actually holding up in my face? It fits the box. (laughs) It fits the box. We said it before, but this thing really is wide. I like the pictures. It's like the jitterbug of rule books, you know? (laughs) It would be good for, like, fanning yourself. It would. It would, yeah. Are you reading the adversary right now? (laughs) (laughs) Adversaries are specific. No, no. No. We already did that. Stop. I know. I actually kind of feel guilty that I forgot to do that, but I'm not going to make that mistake a second time. Don't look in the past. For scenarios. So, what does the book have to say about scenarios? Tell me. Scenarios change the situation the spirits find themselves in, or the capabilities of the spirits. They may involve different victory conditions or additional prerequisites for the standard victory condition, in addition to other rule changes. All scenarios have a number in the upper right corner that denotes their difficulty from a scale of 0 to 10, with 0 being no change at all, to 10 being insanely difficult. Playing with scenarios is optional. You may play a game with an adversary and a scenario, or just using one or the other. 
If rules changes from a scenario and an adversary contradict each other, the scenario takes precedence. Mm. How about that? How about that? I think that's actually quite important to know. What's crazy, they could go up to 10? Yeah. That's insane yeah. They for difficulty-wise. Modify it to 10. I don't think we have that as of yet. I'm guessing there are some that don't have a cap, but just keep going. Yeah. For instance, Second Wave does that. Like, every time you keep repeating it, it gets harder and Good harder point. and harder. So, one of the things that's fun is you can combine this with adversaries. I think they can interact in a lot of fun ways. Now, one of the things we almost did for the adversary series was talk about how we think each adversary combines with each scenario. But I felt as if that would have taken way too much time. And more importantly, that would have taken time away from the adversary examination specifically. Agreed. What's interesting, though, is that with the tandem of these various modules, you can spike the difficulty in a variety of ways because you can be like let's have an adversary and a scenario and extra board yeah and maybe you just want one of those things or let's do scenario and archipelago or something it's just one of the things in the game that can make the game easier or harder but it can be included with other things I think that's just so cool it's just like a Lego brick you can just keep tacking them on yeah. stacking them on top right, of each other but you other. don't need one in order for another one to work uh, you can have them yes or no like just you don't by have themselves. to have this one but you totally Totally could if you wanted. You don't need an adversary right. with a scenario. It's kind of like food. Like some food can pair with other food just yeah. fine. Or you can have that one by itself. Right. Like you can have mashed potatoes. You can have a protein like a beef or a chicken. Mm. Or you can have them together yeah. if you want. Or each one alone separately. Like what can I say? I like food. <laughs> <laughs> I like food metaphors. It's funny you say that for the digital app, that's like how they got their high achievements because they right. stacked a hard scenario with a hard adversary mm-hmm. to get difficulty 17. So like you're saying, you can really make this how you want it. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that I thought was interesting as far as a thing to mention as it pertains to this topic with scenarios as we're beginning this series, mm. you once asked me at the end of season one, what my favorite adversary was. I did. And do you remember what my response was <laughs> why well, look in the past right so i don't really have favorite adversaries i, I said scotland right i usually have go-to or favorite scenarios you did say that that is true and one of the reasons why is because the way my mind works okay an adversary will usually make me play as a specific spirit more than another or will push me away from a spirit more than another or even like a certain play style right i'm incentivized to play a little more specifically england i should probably go majors Mm -hmm. or something usually in the state of general play i like to just do whatever Mm -hmm. and i feel as if scenarios are a bit easier to accommodate a sure i can play whoever play style more than adversaries do and of course specifically high level adversaries which we did you are more incentivized statistically to be successful i mean to play as specific spirits more than others Mm -hmm. do you have to no no of course not i'm not saying you are literally forced to i'm just saying that usually for me i am tempted to play a specific way when an adversary is added to the game and there is nothing wrong with i want to take on this specific bad guy cool there's an experience there waiting for me Mm -hmm. if i want to be the rock to the paper to the scissors i'm just saying i feel as if with adversaries there's more of a rock paper scissors setting i would agree than there is with scenarios 
So that is why I usually like scenarios over adversaries because adversaries, for me, the way I play the game, will usually push me to play specific spirits, which is not a bad thing. But when I'm in the mood for general state of play... Again, we love all spirits. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But when it comes to playing the game in a general state of play, scenarios usually accommodate that more than adversaries do, in my opinion. Which is why, at the time, I said I usually go for scenarios more than I do adversaries. Now, of course, this is only for adversaries at high levels. Low-level adversaries? Yeah, yeah, Brandenburg 1 or 2. Right, right. Not enough changes. Mist at England 4 or less? Sure. Sure. Fine. Yeah. 5 plus? Oh. Oh. (laughs) Bye, my river. I think most spirits at 5 plus are like, oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes, it's doable, but I think you understand what What happened to their health again? (laughs) It went up. Anyway, so one thing that I really like scenarios for, this is yet another reason why I think I prefer scenarios, is, you know, Spirit Island doesn't really have a dedicated campaign or story mode. However, in my opinion, scenarios are the closest that we will get to like a campaign especially or a story mode. One, yes, <laughs> especially second wave. <laughs> <laughs> we said it in the past; you yeah. all know it. But like, I like having a story mode. Yes, I know it's not literally a story mode, but it's like a new setting, a new theme to it. You know what I mean? Could yes, it, I know that. Could every game theme. be a story, Ryan? You're, I know you're making I a new know, spirit. But Taking new powers. It's as if there's like even more story. Yeah. You know, because we have a certain ritual that we got to do or something like that. Or there's a specific objective that the invaders have. And not just an objective that's symptomatic of their gameplay. Like, oh, hey, look, France likes to have a lot of explorers and they like to build a lot. Habsburg really likes to spam the inland lands with their double towns. England really likes to have their buildings. Mm -hmm. That's their objective. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, but you can say that it's their objective simply because that's just how they behave. A scenario can actually give them an objective. So they behave in a certain way and now with that new behavior that this adversary is bringing to the game, they have an objective to do. And so I just feel as if it's like it gives you a quest. You know what I mean? It's just like a quest. It's cool because like you're saying in their story, like maybe all of a sudden the spirits can't communicate with each other anymore. Yeah. So all of a sudden you can't talk to them. Diversity of spirits. Exactly. Or sometimes we're finding these elements within these land types. Now I can use my powers more. Mm -hmm. Elemental invocation. Like that. So yeah, I totally see each one brings a different story. The thieves one, the despicable theft. Yeah. The river. The great river. That one's cool. And they're all facing the same Spirit island tower defense. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I totally see what you're saying. Yep. What's interesting too, we got a ton of scenarios compared to adversaries, mm. even in the base game. Because what did we get? We got Sweden, Prussia, and England. So and we England. got yeah, those three. So we yep. just got three. I guess we only had four. <laughs> then we got more. Well, there's four scenarios in the base game. That's one more. That's one more. And that's math. <laughs> John's not wrong. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> For some reason, I thought there was more. I just had like Branch or Claw with my base game. Sure. Simultaneously. Yeah, you got it like at the same time. Yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> I thought there was a lot more. (laughs) Well, hey, like we said, you told the truth. (laughs) I'm not wrong, Internet. (laughs) Anyway, so let's go ahead and get into Blitz. Yeah. One fun thing about all the scenarios is that the artwork for each of them is from a pre-existing power card that already exists in the game. So the artwork that is displayed on Blitz... One of my favorite cards for shadows. (laughs) ...comes from Animated Rackroot, which is a slow power. 
So that is a fun little thing. I think it's kind of fun to like describe it is cool. where the artwork comes for each of these. It's great for shadows because it is zero costing. Yay, cheap. And Yay. then it's got a moon and a fire on it. That oh. moon. <laughs> that moon, baby. Give me that moon. Give me that fire. And then it works with the explorers. It either destroys them, gets a fear, or even a wilds token, get like an Andor. Anyway, mm. great shadows card. A little yep. bit of tidbit there. Yeah, whenever I see that element, I always think of both shadows and Dogecoin. Yeah. <laughs> to the moon! To the moon! <laughs> Diamond hands, baby! <laughs> anyway, so the artwork for Blitz comes from Animated Rack Root. So, the lore is... Blitz. Perhaps the spirits of the island are not so slow after all. But still, the invaders are faster. You know, that took a lot less time to read than the adversary. <laughs> anyway, this has been a great episode. <laughs> and we'll catch you next week. Have Peace out! <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Kindred Spirit. Oh, come on. We had to. Okay. All right. We're fine. We're back. We'll talk more about Blitz. That's like an age-old joke, I'll grant. But come on. You got it. It kind of works with Blitz. It's quick. Yeah. Hey. Hey. (laughs) According to the card, this scenario is notably harder for slow developing spirits, ergo the serpent slumbering beneath the island, and it's harder if paired with Brandenburg Prussia, which pushes the tempo of the game in a different way. Okay. I agree with that. I agree with Brandenburg, Prussia. You don't? Not so sure about Serpent. Oh. I want to verbalize this from the standpoint of it's not as bad as you think. Okay. Why? Because Brandenburg, Prussia was supposed to be really hard against them. Right? Right. Turns out, not so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out they're one of the best. Do you remember that one card, Elemental Ages? Yes. Yeah, use that. Ding. (laughs) (laughs) Also, you can't wake up faster. So your speed is just the same. And guess what? You're going to be loaded with money as if you needed it. But hey, getting more energy in your early game with Serpent? Nice. Very nice. Anyway, so the difficulty that this adds to the game is zero. Oh. So you can just tack it on just fine. I didn't know it was zero. That's cool. Okay. This scenario can be fun for anyone to try, but it is particularly meant for players who find they prefer a more play and resolve style of game to the planning ahead required by Spirit's slow powers. I have thoughts on that. Yeah. After we talk about the rules. Okay, well, well go for it. All right. <laughs> so, like Ryan stated, the scenarios change something, either about gameplay or win states or mm-hmm. loss conditions. So here are the rules changes for Blitz. All powers are fast. Hey! Okay. <laughs> wow! All of them. Bing, bang, boom, no Sleeping generalization there. There wow. it is. Powers which were already fast or made fast. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Costs one less energy. For innate powers and power cards costing zero, gain one energy. That's actually huge. (laughs) That's crazy. When exploring, once per board, an additional explorer. It's like mini France. Yeah, kind of. If the island becomes blighted, put one less blight per player on the blight card. Hmm. Hmm. That kind of stinks, Ryan. So blighted is actually harder for you. I don't like So it's actually worse if the land blights. You don't want the land to blight. Setup changes. So we're done with the rules. Mm -hmm. Setup changes. Put an additional blight per player on the blight card. Oh, Oh, now I like that. This is all good so far. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh Uh-oh. The invaders get an additional set of actions at the end of setup. So they will explore, then build, then explore again. What? Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. This is the infamous speed scenario. And this is one that is 
perfect, as the game described, for newer players or beginners. It is so easy to understand. Yeah. It adds zero difficulty to the game, and it completely removes the entire timing window that the game yeah. usually features. That window is gone. No more slows. So, if anyone struggles with that kind of thing for their first outing with the game, this yeah. is, like, made for them. For our first game, listeners might remember, Laura played River, uh-huh. I played Shadows, you were Earth, and your brother was Lightning. Mm-hmm. And it was difficult, honestly. Just mm-hmm. speaking on it openly, it is hard to... I would want to play Mantle of Dread, and Ryan would be like, that's a slow power. Like, what? <laughs> yep. So our second game, honestly, we played Blitz, because mm. you told us to. I had my yeah. copy at home, and I remember saying, Ryan, love this game. I love all the choices, like we talked about. Is yeah. Love the theme of it. It was mm. hard for me at first to grasp. Oh, it completely simplifies it. It is so much easier. So you recommended... John, yeah. I know you like this game. Try Blitz. That was our second game. So fun. Mm-hmm. Because it, like you said, it took the two phases out of it for us. Mm-hmm. We just had to focus on our powers. Yeah. We didn't have to look if it was blue or red. We just played yeah. them. And as long as we had the money for it, and like you said, things can be cheaper if they were fast. Mm-hmm. So we usually did have the money. We just play our cards. It was a wonderful time. I recommend any newer player, even if you played a handful of times and are still struggling with planning ahead, like Ryan said, play Blitz. Mm-hmm. As it is in life, everything has both pros and cons. Sure. So what are the pros and what are the cons? Well, in my experience in life, whenever I tell someone, hey, I got good news and bad news, what do you want to hear first? Everyone says, all right, tell me the bad news. Give me the bad news. All right, what's the bad news? Well, they get an additional explorer when they go and explore. Just another dude. This actually isn't the worst. No. I think this actually is usually almost negligible. Almost. I would say so. The biggest effect is that this means that any effect or strategy that you commonly use to negate one explorer to maybe stop a build that's about to show up will no longer work because anything that is only good against one explorer exclusively now only so goes hard. and takes one of them out, but there's still one that remains. Yeah. Not the worst. So some strategies that you use for taking out one explorer because that's all I can do like two near the jungle yeah for thanks for even shadows right gather one explorer right Eh, not Eh, as good now there's two yeah thankfully when exploring once per board add an additional one so you choose which one of those two lands it goes to Mm -hmm. so not the worst but it's the first bad news more explorers out there Like we said, when the land flips to Blighted, it's actually worse. Yeah. The Blighted Island is harder now that there's less Blight on it. Especially if you get one of those good Blight cards where it's only two per player. Yeah. Now it's one per player. Now it's one. So (laughs) your threshold is a lot. Your backs are definitely against the wall. (laughs) Yeah, definitely against the wall. And then that initial setup, they explore, then build and explore. So that extra blight that you had that we talked about, which was a good thing, well, one of the ravages might go off pretty Yeah. Well. Why? Because turn one, you have a ravage coming at you. Usually you don't have that. Which was hard <laughs> to wrap our minds around yeah. when we played it. I was just like, wait, they're ravaging why already? Too fast. It's very strange when you have an attack coming in because turn one, you only ever have a build and an explore. Of course. Not here. So <laughs> you have a Ravage, a build, and an explore. So that's fun. But what are the good things? Wow. All powers are fast. That is one of the best things. That is 
huge. I'll get into the ramifications of why, because there are a lot of ramifications. Many, many. So you're going to be getting a lot of discounts and you're going to be getting a lot more energy. Fascinate. There's money. Whether it's from energy savings from something that's cheaper or you are generating energy from unforeseen sources because you are now playing a zero costing fast card and oh, hey, that gives me an energy. Yeah. Or I played a fast and eight. Yeah. Bam. Literally nobody dislikes getting free energy. You could play three fast cards, all costing Mm. zero. You get three energy from that. Bam. By playing cards, you get money. Yeah. I have two cards that I'm playing. Both are fast. Okay. One is zero cost. One is one cost. Well, that one cost is now free, and that zero card is now giving me an energy. So for playing two cards, I am gaining one energy. It's awesome. (laughs) And that came up a lot in our game. Yep. Of course, having additional blight per player on the blight card is phenomenal. Yeah. Because now, that's more blight in your threshold. Yes, I know that the enemy is pretty well situated to put a blight out there pretty early. That first turn, you're going to blight. But if you heal it, it's right back there again. You just simply have a higher blight allowance threshold. Generally speaking, that's just a very nice benefit to have. But I think the greatest benefit is not necessarily that all your powers are fast, but all of your powers are now the same speed. Regardless of how fast they were, the fact that they're now identical is huge. You play them in tandem. Huge. This means that you can now pull off daisy chains with ridiculous ease. What's a daisy chain? Tell me. As you know, when you have a card or a collection of powers that are the same speed, which one goes first? Well, you get to choose which one goes first. Mm -hmm. What I like to call a daisy chain is when you have a card that perfectly combines with another card in such a way where the end of one card's effect provides the proper setting for the second card to happen making your action economy more efficient than if you were to just simply use two separate powers in two different locations by themselves. This can even be done in such a way where your second card isn't even legal or applicable to the board state during the spirit phase, because it will be legal or applicable by the time that first card resolves. Let me give you an example. Call to Migrate says that you may gather to Han, then push to Han. Gather the Warriors also lets you move Dahan. So if I play Call to Migrate first, I can move a Dahan, move them some more with the second half of that card, and then with Gather the Warriors, I can go and move that same group of Dahan again. So that would be a daisy chain. I took the same piece and moved them in a combo of powers mm-hmm. and moved them a lot farther than any one of those could. Pretty simple concept. Basically, the emotion I'm telling you is a daisy chain is something that combos well with another because combining two powers, I can manipulate the same token, the same piece multiple times in the same phase at the same time. And with slow powers, those are typically balanced to be slow because they're powerful. Right. So like damage or control powers are usually in the slow phase. Right. And chaining your abilities like this is so great for your action economy. With fangs, let's do prey on the builders. I can gather a beast. Cool. The effect has happened. I gathered the beast. 
no more building. Yeah. Let me grab that same beast with ranging hunt and go do something with it. Let's do damage and push him yeah. with ranging hunts, second half. And guess what? The beast no longer needs to dwell there for the effect of prey on the builders anymore because I played the card, it's done. The beast doesn't need to linger there. I can move them elsewhere. And when you move them, if you're doing blitz, you can also then do frenzied assault, which is mm -hmm. a slow power, and then do damage with that beast. All with the same beast. You've done three different mm -hmm. things. So now that all of your powers are the same speed, Dahan attacks and counter attacks are so much easier. Mm -hmm. Move and defend is a breeze. Oh my goodness. Thunderspeaker loves this. Yeah. I think Earth is especially loves this. You can gather them up so easily. Because so your defense alert. is fast, yeah. but your Dahan aren't. So usually you would have to move them the turn prior ahead. with the slow, and then the next turn you use the fast. It's weird because you think, oh, fast is first. Eh. In order to make that work, Not you always. have to use slow first, then on the next turn, pop the defense and make it work. Here, though, you can move them, then defend, as opposed to defend and then move. It's a literal one-two punch. Right. I think lure also, so many slow oh powers. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Both innates, like half the yep. cards, slow powers. But then now you can draw pieces in. Now you can bring in the tier depots of tokens of all this damage, and you can do this all in one phase. Yeah. I do think that Blight removal is slightly harder, mm. because you can't remove Blight the turn it happened anymore. Sometimes I don't have a defend card, but I do have a blight removing card. Yeah. So in a normal game, oh no, bad guys are about to blight the land. Eh, I don't have a defend card, but I do have a blight removal card. So when their turn is over, I can just immediately heal it. Yeah. So yeah, blight came in, blight came off. Can't really do that anymore. No. And it's not like you can remove a blight that will be there because once the fast phase is done, you're done. You can't do anything. So you just have to wait for, well, next turn. Was this weird for you? Because I think we've gotten so used to planning ahead. And we love discussing, like, what are we going to do in the slow phase? We have gotten so good at just collaborating in our games. It pushed it all into the growth. Like, it changed everything. <laughs> oh, my word. Blitz messed with my head so much. <laughs> I was so discombobulated. After, I'm like, after, so we've done so many playthroughs together. After a Ravage, we would, me and you would always reconvene. Like, all right, what do we do now in the right, slow phase? Right. We didn't have that this time. I haven't played Blitz in so long Me neither. that in the game that we just played for this oh my word it was hilarious I'm like I am not accustomed to doing it all in the fast they would ravage <laughs> And build and explore. I'm like, right. and I don't get to react. And I don't get to do anything. <laughs> it feels so strange. It was weird. And we'll talk about it. Of course. For our game. But it was just like, what in the world? This is so weird. Because you've gotten so good at planning ahead with the slow phase. You've right. always told me, don't be reactive, be proactive. Right. And you've instilled that in me. And that's right. why I started liking River or other slower spirits that could plan ahead and manipulate the board. Out the window for this. <laughs> for Blitz, it's, like you said, it, it's fun. And don't get me wrong. It's such a fun experience. It was fun. I'm not accustomed to it at all. The first two turns, though, were tough. <laughs> I'll say it. And it wasn't tough because, like, the game was difficult. No. That's not what I mean. I'm literally talking about... Unlearning something. Unlearning something. And, like, well, I guess we can shove this dude there and that guy there. That's a bunch of ravage. Oh, right. Oh. No. <laughs> Silly Dang me. It. Like, <laughs> making like klutz buffoon mistakes. I feel like a novice player. Right. <laughs> it was funny. It was actually kind of fun to be in that. <gasps> that's true. Back in the position mindset. again. Because yeah. right? I was like, oh, thanks for catching that. There were like two or three times. I was like, yeah, I'll just go there. And you're like, uh, that's about to build. I'm like, 
Right you are. <laughs> That's true. And I can do Because usually I'm paying attention for the slow phase. Of course. And spoiler alert, I played Mist, who <gasps> really likes to do stuff in the slow phase. You can't do that. You do most of your stuff so... in the slow phase. Right. <laughs> so that was just really comedic. And we'll get into that when we talk about our game. Another thought I had on Blitz. First of all, with scenarios in general, I feel like newer players may not play scenarios at first because they're just trying to get the base rules. Yeah. Right? They're just trying to figure out, like, what this game is. And a scenario, like, very terrains changes mm-hmm. a lot. And you're like, I can't handle that right now my first yeah. five plays. It's funny with Blitz, like you were saying, it is so good. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best thing a newer player should maybe do mm-hmm. just to get them accustomed to what this game is. It's just funny how different this scenario is compared to the rest of the scenarios. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, it changes the game. But I think this might be one of the only scenarios that lessens the complexity mm. in a way. Yeah. I know it adds rules. You get, like you said, extra explorer or they do an extra setup build phase in the beginning. But it feels like you're tacking on an aspect like reach mm. that lessens the complexity of a spirit. This lessens the complexity of the game for me. Mm. Oh, question for you, yes, Mr. Sir. Lightning is bad for new beginners because of <laughs> it, the fact that it changes the speed. Yeah. How do you think this impacts that? It's the same kind of thing. True. I think I am lessening on that stance. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was right all along. Mr. Starlight Ryan. is good for beginners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after that, it's, I kind of need to walk back previous statements. Oh, speaking of, we like for a gag, we were talking about our earlier episodes, and one of them I said, Serpent is a bad spirit. John, old John, <laughs> you are so dumb. <laughs> okay, I cannot tell you how many times I have re-listened to a earlier episode, like a year and a half ago. We were babies. And I'm really impressed and shocked about how much I have grown on certain things. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, shut up. Up, Ryan. Oh my <laughs> word. Like, I feel the same uh, way. But to bring it back to lightning and this scenario, I think it's actually not going to be so bad no. because before it was lightning, you had a choice yeah. to make it that so. So do I do it? Do I not do it? And then mm-hmm. of course, oh, I played as lightning. So I can do that with everyone, right? For some reason, I think it's going to be easier because here you don't have a choice. And everyone was doing it. Yes. I think it's going to be a little bit easier because it's like, okay, not everything is usually this way, but we're playing a special scenario card, which makes it different. So I'm thinking it's going to be a little bit easier. It being easier, meaning the new player isn't going to think, oh, I can always make them fast. Yeah. Because this was a scenario thing. I agree. Not a lightning thing. I'm happy we're talking about scenarios and bringing them to the light because I understand adversaries have become like the measuring stick yeah. for Spirit Island. Uh-huh. But there's so many good scenarios oh, yeah. in the boxes included. For me, I think they're more thematic. Yeah. Because it's, like I said, in my opinion, it's more of a story than the adversaries are. Now, of course, that's just my opinion. I do think that there is a certain thematic feel that the adversaries can bring, but it's not as lore-heavy as a scenario is. Yeah. Of course, that's just my opinion, but I feel like I'm a part of this narrative, even though it's just a new objective. I think if someone is stumbling onto this podcast and they're a newer player and this is their first episode and they're struggling with the game, play Blitz. Oh, Blitz is so much fun, too. Yeah, because I played this game with my parents, and it didn't go well. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it was my birthday. They were kind. Yeah, and they're, like, you know, humoring me. And it basically ends up being Laura's playing my dad's spirit type of thing. (laughs) And I was like, 
Actually, my mom did better than my dad. It was funny. But, you know, <laughs> it was hard for them to completely grasp. I think had we played Blitz, it would have gone much better. You know, I think certain spirits are balanced and calibrated with their energy gain and which cards are fast and slow for normal gameplay. Definitely. I think every spirit gets buffed by Blitz. Mm-hmm. But I don't think every spirit gets buffed the same amount as others. I agree. Some will be like, eh, they were strong already. Others will skyrocket in a change of gameplay. We haven't really done it too much, but every now and then you may hear us in the future talk about a Blitz character. Oh, Blitz River is like this. Oh my word, have you ever tried Blitz Mist? Have you ever tried Blitz Earth? It's amazing. And obviously, to those who know the game, it's really easy to see what we're talking about. We are talking about that character when the Blitz scenario is in play. In that condition. Why? Because that character behaves behaves so much stronger and so much different than before because you are going to have way more energy than you usually do. Mm -hmm. So certain cards are now free, which means that if there was a card that was like, eh, every now and then you play it, is now an autoplay because it's free. And now since you have different energy incomes, that means people's gameplay with their cards that they have, with cards that are under-costed versus over-costed, completely different now. Maybe you can go for majors earlier because you're saving up more energy. Completely new strategies that can now daisy chain off of another one because, hey, usually these cards aren't the same speed, but now they are, which means this one can happen before this one. You're talking about spirits that become more buff than the already buff ones. I think control spirits, wow. Super buff. Dahan users <laughs> Dahan, love Dahan. movement daisy chains. Yes. Finder, oh my word. <laughs> you just move them around or even move around the invaders, like doing stuff before. So, yes. there's not really a whole lot to talk about Blitz as far as like what it does. It makes everything fast. Everything's fast. Sure, the blight card changes because now it's worse when you're blighted. One extra explorer. It's, but it's harder to become blighted because you have more blight in threshold. Yeah. Setup has a different thing. Okay. And you get extra energy. Well, that's it. Good stuff. (laughs) So I was trying to think about what really is cool about Blitz. Okay. As we've been describing over these past few minutes here, it's how everyone changes. Mm. And so I thought it'd be kind of cool if we just took a brief moment. I'm not going to do an in-depth thing. But like... How does this affect the roster within the game? Three hours later. (laughs) (laughs) Three hours later. (laughs) So, notable spirit changes that happen because of Blitz. Because a Blitz version of a spirit is totally stronger than their standard version. Definitely. So, before we get anywhere, just right off the bat, literally everyone benefits from additional energy gain. It's a boon to all. Literally everyone. But, as I stated before, this benefit is not equally as impressive for some as it is for others. So, lightning, lol. (laughs) You now have the choice to just gain an energy or not. Sure. Or make it cheaper or not. Nice. They had the choice to make any of their cards fast anyway. So now it's like, well, lightning is a greedy fella. And now, guess what they get? Money. I think lightning more than most benefits from that energy income. Raging Storm is now much more useful. Why? Because it is cheaper, and now you have more explorers Mm. to use it against. True. So you are more likely to get more kills with it, and it's cheaper. In tandem with the fact that you are gaining more energy, I think Lightning loves this Blitz scenario. Because they're like, I already was fast. (laughs) Faster than fast? What's that? (laughs) In River's case, they love the movement daisy chains. Oh, am goodness. Travel River? (laughs) 
I mean, wherever you need them to go, doink, 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 yeah. whether it's fast, whether it's slow, Move, just... Moving them oh around, extra explorer, who cares, wash away, there you go. Right, call the bloodshed, find that power, I'm gonna move you over here, yeah. do that card, cool. Move over here, let's do call to ten, you can just move your Dahan and just... Move them around. <laughs> it's so Massive easy. Massive flooding in the fast phase. Right, wow. and then whenever you're done with your non-defend stuff, make sure that your defend card is played last with your Dahan where yeah. you wanted them to go. go. Cool, bam. Done. And there's your it army. is a breeze. Like I said before, Earth loves Blitz for the Dahan management because the fruity destruction combo, uh. oh my goodness, is so easy with Guard the Healing Land and their Sacred Sites casting defense. Because now you can defend and then move people in there. That is true. How many times have you gone, quick, defend, so that I can go and stop a blight that's coming in? It would be nice if Dahan were there so but they usually they're not for me. <laughs> I right. never set it up in time. But usually, I'll just take the benefit of, oh, hey, the land didn't blight. Right. I wish Dahan were there, but oh, well. Now you can be like, crap, defend yeah. it. It's about to blight. Oh, and uh, you all, get in there really quick. <laughs> and destroy everything. It's so nice. And then their standard Dahan counterattack will wreck everything. <laughs> it's so great. Love it. And Earth does have some pretty hefty costing cards. And one of the things that Ted said, if you remember in his interview, he said that he wasn't content with Earth's high-costing unique power cards because that just limits their capacity to go for majors. So many three-costing uniques. A lot of them, yeah. yeah. Your Perfect Stillness and Guard the Healing Land, for example, yeah. are both three. So now, they're two. Oh. So that's great. Yeah. I'm not saying... And your don't... tracks don't change, so you're still earning Seriously. energy. Yeah. So this really helps this over-costed unique power issue for them. Oh my goodness, Shadow loves the energy. Hey! <laughs> Who cares if you start on zero? You're still getting energy. Hey! Yeah. You got a fast innate. Yeah, yep. that's awesome. That's energy. Hey, and the thing is, you don't need to get it to maximum level to get that one energy. True. Because you weren't getting that anyway. <laughs> but just as long as you get level one, that's an energy Concealing move. shadows, it's zero, so that becomes a plus one. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. And you have more explorers to kill. Always good. And they love killing and explorers. And I do like Mantle of Dread in the fast, where you can grow somewhere and immediately move them before they it's build Awesome. Yep. yep. Thunderspeaker. Oh my goodness. God tier. Dahan movement <laughs> efficiencies. <laughs> and manifestation in the fast Oh my phase goodness. Before you they can ravage. Just go ham. Just. It's a, so great. This S tier spear becomes broken. It's like above S plus S plus plus plus. If you plus, have plus enough tier. air, you can now get paid for your innate. Yeah. Because they can now be made fast. <laughs> <laughs> and every now and then. It's good that Thunderspear got a buff. You know, it's just like they were struggling before Blitz. They really needed a boost. <laughs> they needed it. I mean, Every now and then you can run into energy snafus with them. Uh, yeah. And now, not even. Yeah. yeah. If you had one concern of gameplay, like it's pretty much an open highway with the, oh, yeah. with Thunderspeaker. And now it's like, well, that one thing that may have been an issue if you weren't managing it perfectly. Okay, yeah. You just, can move to hunt in like yeah. four to five different lands, blow everything up. Remember defend. how we said that Thunderspeaker isn't dummy proof? Well, now pretty much is. Blitz, Blitz helps. <laughs> My point, have fun. Yeah. Have fun with it, baby. In Green's case, they love the energy, but they True. won't appreciate the extra explorers so much. Oh. They ain't so fond of the extra explorers. True, true, true. They are totally dope against buildings, but Break eh, them down. not so great against the explorers. They will like the energy if and when the island does blight because it costs them an energy to go do their growth. True. That they get for free if the island is blighted. So, like I said before, having energy is great. They are one of the few spirits that can handle 
handle a turn one ravage, though, if they yeah, just destroy a sacred site or something. It's true. No, you're not wrong. Depending on the player count, Ocean really Full stop likes... stop right there. Depending on player count, Ocean. Because... <laughs> <And> <laughs> really one, two, likes three. the faster energy and... <laughs> there you go. When Ocean's by themselves, they're like... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> on like a four or five plus player game, they're like, OMG, please, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they do not care about the extra explore at all. <laughs> Just let... Call to the Deeps already pulls two explorers. Yoink. They're... Take them both. Did one of your coastal lands get explored this turn? Make that the one that gets the extra explorer. Ocean does not care yeah, about that extra Give me explorer. that money. Yum, 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 munch, yum, munch, yum, munch, 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 munch. Oh, Bringer loves the Dahan movement, Daisy Chains. Yeah. You can do Dreams of the Dahan into Predatory Nightmares, into Dread Apparitions. <gasps> dread Apparition combos. You can do mm-hmm. so much fear with the slow power. Right. Make a defense. Dude. Right. That's huge. Heck, right. you can even go into Call of Midnight's Dream yeah. after that if you want. Like, it's so good. It's so good. If you haven't tried it, do it. No, seriously. Any of these, frankly. In Fang's case, Fang's doesn't like the extra buildings early. Not a big fan of that. But they love, (laughs) love having teeth gleam from darkness happening before ranging hunt. Oh, yeah. Spawning a beast and then doing damage with it because, oh my goodness, it's so good. Reminder, always do that special roll. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's just a daily reminder to continue that's to read those special we're just rules. say every time is that it like, <laughs> yes yes do it all the time okay but oh my goodness having honestly not even teeth clean from darkness but having both your slows whether it be teeth clean from darkness or terrifying chase happen before True. ranging hunt is so nice even too near oh the jungle word. then explore yes. get rid of them having now. those happen before ranging hunt or prey on the builders is amazing yeah also they really like the beast and dahan movement daisy chains for the dahan it's coming from terrifying chase but oh my goodness it is so great why because ranging hunt can't happen in a blighted land but terrifying chase can which means you can negate and catch that explore, or more importantly, town before a city was built. Mm-hmm. More importantly, before any of them blighted. Because you can take on cities once you get going enough. You're not too hampered by them. But oh, you yeah. can totally take on explorers or towns, even in your early or mid-game. But when there's a blight there, you're like... Ugh. Because the way that you deal with them is with Frenzy Assault, which you'll get in your mid to late game, but Ranging Hunt. That is how you deal with those buildings. And if it's blighted, you're like, well, crap. Well, let me go and find a loophole to get in there so I can terrifying chase them out of there. Or you can just terrifying chase them from the start. Yeah. It's so easy. And you're like, well, if it's at the same speed, you get out of there. You eat them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. Backtrack. Don't eat them. Let me spawn another beast. <laughs> Okay, cool. Now you eat them. So like, it's so great for ranging hunt. What's nice, like we've talked about in the past, it, with ranging hunt, you can trigger that every turn. Yeah. So and you will, and you will. <laughs> so you're getting energy every turn. Yeah. Because that bottom track is so juicy. With bottom those, track with things. those two reclaims. Where's that reclaim, baby? <laughs> so if you are able to go more bottom track, you are such a strong spirit. Oh, you don't really word. need to worry about energy because you're gaining energy. Seriously. Yeah, Keeper doesn't give a crap about the extra targets or the energy. (laughs) Keeper's strong. We get it. Extra Explorer? Don't give a crap. Wilds. Extra energy? Don't give a crap. (laughs) (laughs) They're fine. Yeah. Keeper's a fine spirit. Do they benefit from it? Sure. Sure. They can go for majors even earlier. Tower of Wrath? Question mark? (laughs) 
in Wildfire's case, they really appreciate the energy and they do True. not care about that extra explorer at all. Also, Flash Fires is now always fast and now has the option to pay <laughs> for half of itself. Flash Fires is always fast. <laughs> Love that. But now has a chance to pay for half of itself. Yay! <laughs> worth it. And you can heal the Blight back yeah. to the Blight card. You're showing yeah, yeah. much more Blight. The, on blight, the blight threshold card. is higher by one per player. And Wildfire is just the most consistent Blight remover yeah. in the game, besides arguably Water Starlight. So downpour is pretty good. Wildfire does not mind Blitz at all. They're loving it. Serpent will save so much energy. Oh my Hang gosh. Hang on. They said Serpent was bad. Literally every single card that they have is fast. That's not even <laughs> hyperbole. Every card All is fast. Four of them? Right. <laughs> they have a slow innate, boo-hoo, but you're going to be getting so much energy savings from them. Yeah. Hey, you can go for majors even earlier. Really not that bad. Stone, as usual, doesn't really care about anything. <laughs> <laughs> Extra blight, whatever. Blight, whatevs. There's another... More energy, eh, whatevs. Another spirit More that... explorers, whatevs. <laughs> another spirit that handles a turn one ravage very well. <laughs> blighting this turn. Oh, okay, sure. Shifting memory, friggin' loves this. Yeah. Why? They have three zero-cost fast powers. Money, money. As if they needed energy in their early game. Hey, guess what? Now you don't even need your nine. Nine costing energy spike to go for majors. Now you can grow and get your energy. And I'm sorry, do you have fast innates also? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> and because they're a major power spirit, those heavy hitting a briny deep, fast face. There you go. Bam. A lot of these heavy hitting majors are slow. It's so Not good. anymore. Energy wasn't their problem before, but with them, it was like, do I go for energy or do I or go for growth? growth? How about both? Just keep growing. <laughs> How about both? Trickster. Speaking of two fascinates. <laughs> Trickster's <laughs> grinning right now. Oh, yeah. Trickster actually likes the beast movement daisy chain. It's not as impactful as perhaps Fangs or maybe Many Minds mm -hmm. or some of the Dahan users with the Dahan movement, but Unexpected Tigers and Why Don't You and Them Fight can go very well together. Yeah, and a personal authority combo with Inside the Mob. Booyah. Fast yep. phase. You strife them, destroy them before anything yep. happens. Now, technically, that one was the same speed already. Okay. Because those two cards are the same speed. It's just now, it's fast. Yeah, now it's just fast. But as far as regarding how specifically oh. it all being on the same page, Unexpected Tigers into Why Don't You and Them Fight is like a fun daisy chain they didn't have before. Yeah. So that's fun. Many Minds is just laughing maniacally. <laughs> Talk about going bottom track. Two fast innates and four zero costing fast powers. Movement daisy chains actually stay the same because they were always the yeah, same. Yeah, but money now. But money. But money. <laughs> but money. Gaining an extra power card from that second bottom track perk will basically happen every, every single turn. turn. <laughs> Where's sea monsters? I need it now. <laughs> Also, having ever-multiplying swarm happening before your movement daisy True. chains is great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they are going to be keep stacking so freaking rich. So oh, much my gosh. Talk about going for mages early. With five card plays? <laughs> oh, my word. Let's go for it. Honestly, Volcano pretty much stays the same. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nothing really changes. You're still gathering your presence, and you're blowing up. What is steady spirit? What is steady spirit? <laughs> 
OMG, Mist loves the energy. This is huge for them. We all know how much Mist loves the energy. We're going to talk about how our game went because yeah. I played as Mist and we had a lot of fun changes with Mist with the scenario. So Mist loves the energy, yes, and they don't care at all about that extra explorer. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> In Vengeance's case... More on that later. <laughs> I played Vengeance. They love Fetid Breath and Plague Bearers happening before Strike Low or Urinate. Yeah. OMG. But, like we said, more on, more that, on later. that later. Starlight? Um, it depends on what you build. <laughs> in Fractured's case, <laughs> they will get loads of energy since literally everything is fast. So, money, 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 money. And then how many times can you use Slip the Flow of Time? Just keep using that and keep getting money for it. <laughs> now, Slip the Flow of Time isn't as useful as before because oh. you may resolve something now, but that never made it fast in the first place. Okay. It basically functioned as if it was fast, but it technically never changed the speed. It just resolved right but now. But you can use this power any number of times. That said, you don't have to do your growth option that spikes your energy. So you right. can use it on more time, which yeah. is important because getting more energy is like, I don't care. I need more time. <laughs> but you can do your growth option that gives you more time more often now. That would be funny. Target spirit may resolve a slow power now. Mm-hmm. Person's like, cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I already was doing that. Thanks for nothing. In Downpour's case, hey, love the energy. Mm-hmm. When you were repeating cards and you had to spend energy to do so, hey, love it. But if you were repeating a zero costing fast, Nice. <laughs> it's like, and again, oh, that's another money. And again. Does oh, this mean what I think it means? <laughs> can I just keep using this five times to get five energy? Hey, yes. So this means that you can go ahead, get a ton of energy, and go for majors and repeat those majors <laughs> a lot and sooner. Hey, not bad, kid. Not, not bad. bad. Oh, my word, Finder has got tier movement chains. So <laughs> Finder broken, right, with Blitz? <laughs> Finder was ridiculous before and was a high roller before. OMG. What made them Top strong... track who? Don't even look at that top track. You won't need it. Just keep laying paths. Oh, close the word. ways. All the strength they had before just doubles. Times ten. two. <laughs> no, ten. Give them more. Offer passage again and again and again, again and again. <laughs> oh, my word. Finder is just like... You know that one meme where it was like that sensei where he just walks in and, look how easily I steal this win. (laughs) As if Finder wasn't doing that before. It's just, sure, why not? You pick Finder, you win with Blitz. You win. Blitz Finder is just like, that's a win. Bow down. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. When it comes to adversarial things okay. to look out for, I think Brandenburg Prussia, at any level, just like the game said, they simply start just a bit faster. Yeah. That was already their shtick. In the same way that Blitz made Finder crazy, Blitz can make Brandenburg Prussia eh, just a little bit crazier. Why? Because they just compound with interest. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Brandenburg Prussia 6 with Blitz? Ugh. That gets real fast. But Finder still doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> Finder's Finder. <laughs> Sweden 3 Plus likes having more high damage buildings out there. True. So because of that, they like having more buildings out there. They start with more. Hey, they like that. But Dahan conversion may be a bit easier, though. Ooh, that's true. Yeah, because there's just simply more bad guys out there. The ratio of bad guys to good guys is slightly higher mm-hmm. in the bad guys' favor. And Sweden 3+, plus, especially Sweden 6, at that point just has so many people out there. OMG. So Dahan conversions are going to be a bit easier for Team Bad Guy to pull off. England at any level. They always suck, right? They get, they get an extra build. 
that's, yeah. England sucked before, they suck here. Yeah, England literally at any level because that extra build happens with their escalation and at uh, various levels get even more build. build. Yeah, okay. Yep. France 2 Plus specifically loves having that extra explore. That explore gets a little spicy. Because now they get a third. (laughs) Does that mean more towns? That means more (laughs) towns. Great. Good loss Also, they really like having another build out there to start the game. Yeah, I wonder if you can lose two turn one for the game starts. You like, already could lose turn one, <laughs> especially true. with France. The Manic Sign. Mountains Explore. All those explorers. So just remember That's that funny. whenever there's something that conflicts, the scenario takes precedence. Still hate that loss condition, Still France. <laughs> Russia 3 plus loves that extra explore yeah. because that lends for extra ravages. All those damages. Yeah. yeah. And it's yet another explorer that can't die. <laughs> Unless you have isolate. Don't forget oh, that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Habsburg 4 simply likes having more towns in general since they are durable. Great. (laughs) Habsburg 6 loves having more towns for bonus damage from far-flung herds. Yeah. Far-flung herds on Blitz, Habsburg is like, don't mind if I do. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're going up against Habsburg 6, far-flung herds is just going to be happening in turn one. (laughs) But it kind of was already. So have fun with that. Scotland at any level is going to be slightly tricky because you might, depending on how the cards shake out, get another coastal city from that extra bill. Oh, that's true. And that's not necessarily so great. But hey, you know. These are just things to look out for. So let's go ahead and talk about our game. Yes, as usual, we had a game to test out Blitz once again. Yes, we've done everything in this game that can be done. We kind of had a theme game. But whenever we do these analysis (laughs) things, whether it's for an adversary or a scenario or for spirits, perhaps, aspects. We like to refresh ourselves. Yeah. I think that just allows us, yeah, it makes the information more fresh in our mind and whatnot. So we just finished it, no joke, minutes, minutes before recording this. We finished it, came downstairs, recorded. Yep, in the same way that we did with Russia. (laughs) Yikes. Sweden, we did that. It's fun to do that. It was a phenomenal game. Oh, it was great. You still get the adrenaline from the game. Dude, Blitz was messing with my head, though. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That turn one. I'm like, well, when do I do my slow power? (laughs) Yet again, we had a tandem victory. We had a Terra 3 victory and a Fear victory on the same turn. But, as usual, Fear victory happened first. Yeah. Yet again, a Jagged Earth era. Fear victory. Fear victory. (laughs) Ray, I know you're going to like to hear this. Vengeance might be a fear spirit, question mark? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Speedy's happy to hear that we got a fear victory. That's true. Yeah, exactly. So we're pleasing people left and right. Like we said, we played as Vengeance and Mist. And like you were saying, we had a theme game. That's right. Because where do these two spirits originate from? Blobby. Blobby Mist. Remember how Blobby Mist used to be a thing, but during development, they were like, hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and split up these spirits so that they can just be more efficient in, you know, not being pulled apart in so many directions. And yeah. So they took the disease part and made vengeance with it and they took the damage to everyone bit and they made that silent mist and thus they were separated well we did one of those dragon ball z fusions and <laughs> got back together again so. <laughs> for those who don't know look at reaching grasp or miss of oblivion yep. you can see original artwork of what they were intending mist to be he's so fat he's just a big fat blob he's just such a blob he's, he's just so like, cute it's a weird looking thing i they like the so new cute. i like the new direction they yeah the in. new one looks more serious if you have ever seen the flubber films yes that's what Good blob analogy. 
just looks like good analogy. They just look like flubber. It does, but they still fit. I just want to poke. <laughs> but it was cool, like you said, combining no, those people yeah. back together. No, it was great. Honestly, this was team passive fear generation. <laughs> <laughs> I let every build build. <laughs> it's like disease there, John. Do you want to let? Oh yeah. Let and then build. I had my fear farms, so it was just like ching ching ching. We were kind of existing, and fear was happening. Yep. Have you ever played those city building games, like a city tycoon, where yeah. you have a economic building that just every five minutes or three minutes will just generate some resources? Make sure. That's money. basically what we had. It was just ching 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 ching. It was great. In tandem with the fact that honestly, both of them have cards that generate fear. Yep. I feel as if half of our fear, maybe like fifty to sixty percent of our fear, was from the passive. Because <laughs> one of our builds was coastal lands, and I had oh, a yeah. disease in every coastal land. I'm like, yeah, let them all build. Yeah. Three fear right there. <laughs> hey, fear card turn one. Yeah. It was great. That was cool. That was a quick fear card. It was phenomenal. I loved it. Oh my word, Vengeance loved having an extra blight for the blight card. <laughs> <laughs> More ammo, baby. Honestly, Though we... I was a little bit worried, Brian, to flip the blight card, like you said. So yeah. we kind of had to do that dance. Like, early on, I was just like, yeah, let the island sure. burn. But then we started getting a little close. But honestly, it was one of those things where, like, whenever we would blight, we looked, still good? Yep. Yeah. Okay, still good? I think we, we got were down on to, like, top of it. Two? We were on top of it. Yeah, we got down to two. It's true. It's true. But honestly, we kept most of the blight. We only ever removed one. And that was for, uh, eh. Yeah, Thank- I found a blight card. Why not? It helps. Thanks right? for keeping it for me. Sure. <laughs> to be fair, I got rid of it on my board yeah. because, hey, you want it for yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm a very damaging boy as Shroud anyway, yeah. so I don't need the blight as much as you. In fact, I gathered one of your blights and I'm like, hey, are you yeah. using are you this? Using this? <laughs> I'm like, I missed. I don't give a crap about blight. <laughs> so I'm you like, have it. <laughs> I'll take it. That's a bad one. Also, once again, not that the sentiment is one that I feel needs to be rehearsed, but okay. just as one thing that it's always helpful to know as why mist should be picked. Mist can coexist with blight users with so much ease. Oh yeah. Once anyway, again, you never lost a presence. I just game. like to go ahead and whenever I see value in someone who I think is underutilized by most players, I just like to highlight fun things. Hey, I never really thought about that. Yeah. Sometimes people don't think about that, but oh my goodness, if coexistence with blight users is one thing that you want to be more mindful of, mist is like, I'm here. I can do that. Oh my word, Miss was amazing. <laughs> uh, speaking of Miss. <laughs> the extra explore was a breeze. Yo, you never had oh a problem with this. Oh my gosh. For a moment, it took me a second to really calibrate the whole, well, usually I like to use my slow powers to go ahead and kill the bad guys that just explored. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can still do that. It's just, now it just happens now. in the fast phase. Yeah. Cool. And so, oh no, they explore with an extra explore. Do you know how fog closes in works? Do you know how suffocating shroud works? One damage to each? Do you know how dissolving vapors works? Just keep stacking that damage. Oh my goodness, yeah. Doing one damage to each invader or, oh hey, I can do damage to more invaders based on how many presents I have. Well, if you like to do the spread far and wide thing with mist, I can't tell you how many times I'm like, okay, I can damage three people, yeah. but there's only two in there. So there's an extra one that just can't be used. You lose a damage. Oh, hey, I can damage five people. There's only four in there. That oh, well. extra one can now be put on that extra explore. It is an afterthought. In the same way that this emotion with mist can thwart France with their extra explorers, same thing here. Even if we were doing Blitz and France, mm-hmm. I'd still be like, yeah, yeah, still don't care. Because guess how one damage to each invader works? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Plus, you have Lost in the Swirling Haze that just does yeah. so well. You have Shut a tear yeah. <laughs> that just yep. shoves two explorers. Yep. 
Lost in the Swirling Haze level two is still the most important thing. There you go. <laughs> that hasn't changed at all. OMG, having unnerving Paul at the same time as damage powers was insane. That was fun. Or to be more important, to have your damaging powers before unnerving Paul was amazing. Why? In the same way we described talking about just having certain things beforehand, especially with defend cards, same emotion here. Oh no, they're about to attack. Quick, let me do one damage to each invader. Cool. Now none of you... Those three damage invaders don't participate. Don't do anything. Yep, don't participate. I kept throwing all of my explorers that I could onto my coastal mountain. Okay. And then I would lost in the swirling haze them onto the mountain. Yeah. So that was where my starting city was. And I had like six explorers in there. Then I was like, hey, cool. I have a ton of energy because of all this energy savings. Did dissolving vapors. Bam. <laughs> There was a point where on that coastal mountain, where my starting city was, they had done a build. So mm. there was a town in there. And of course, I had pushed, by that time, six explorers in wow. there. Dissolving Vapors comes in. Bam. <laughs> Every explorer is dead. The city has two health. The town has one. Unnerving Paul. Well, there was literally eight invaders in here a second ago. Now there's two, and both of them do not participate in Ravage. It was a beautiful combo nice. that only Blitz can do. Yep. Unless there's like lightning like someone or speeds you up yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But you can just do that natively. <laughs> so that was just like, oh, that Speaking was so of good. starting mountain, you did something cool with your starting island tile this game. I did. I usually don't do this. Yeah, I did a random tile. Yeah, it was fun. We just shuffled them up. I didn't do that because I like Seaboard. Seaboard <laughs> <laughs> is actually one of my favorites. Such a good board. I got B board today. Yeah. You know, the thing with Mist is just like, well, I can pretty much go wherever I want. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Why not? Starting presence yep. placement doesn't matter because you're always moving it. Now, here's one thing. Some people say, but choosing your own board makes the game a little bit easier. Yeah, but I have an unedited event deck. So checkmate. Yeah. So that makes the game harder. So. And also, we've been playing level six adversaries for how long? So let's give us a right, break. So the way I like to play, I like the way the game plays where I choose my starting board, but I have an unedited event deck. I feel as if that's like... I it, like that feel. It's funny you mention unedited event deck. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, y'all, the energy for Mist, phenomenal. OMG. Oh, yeah. Like I said before, hey, guess what? What was that one turn you had? Flowing in silent form start by. Yeah. Fast, zero. Unnerving Paul, fast, one. Play two cards, gain yeah. one energy. Why? One of them is free, one of them pays me. Sweet. Nice. You know how much Mist loves that? Oh, and guess what? By the end of the game, I had picked up four cards, all miners. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I went for miners this game, all of them cheap. So I had gotten four miners. Mm -hmm. Three of those miners were fast. That last one was slow. Of those fast ones, one of them was free, and the other two were one-costing. Nice. And then that last one that was slow was also one-costing. So, basically what would happen, I would honestly have turns where I would play three fast, I would have two zeros and a one. Mm. One of them was free, gain two energy. Nice. <laughs> other times, I would splurge with three and do dissolving vapor as fog closes in, and something else. Spend three energy? Pfft. You what was it, by turn five, I had eight energy? I don't think, yeah, you never were. And about I never energy, had a single ever. energy boosting card, nor did anyone give me an energy, nor did any event give me energy. So just playing wow, Blitz. thanks for just, throwing shade at me. No, my point being, like, look John how much. John didn't help me at all. Look <laughs> how much Blitz missed yeah. gains energy. Cool. The balance is completely different. And it was just so OP. Oh, oh my word. The more I see miss, I don't know if you have to go into majors because you have so many damage powers to Honestly, each 
invader. Yeah. And because you can not let invaders heal, those one damage powers, like, I don't know. I don't see a need Here's for going thing. for majors a lot. Saving the damage Huge. is a major power. There you go. There it is. No, I'm serious. No, honestly. Your yeah. minor powers are stronger mm-hmm. because you save the damage. You don't need to do five damage on land because you've done five damage over five turns. Yeah. Time is your weapon. Yeah. Not cards. Yeah. Time is your weapon. It's phenomenal. I found entrancing apparitions. OMG. <laughs> Explain this turn. This made my head explode. It was awesome. Oh, it was so great. So, just on the sly, entrancing apparitions is great for the Blitz scenario. By itself, regardless of who you're playing as. I just like that card in general. It's a great card by itself. Yeah. It's a great card for the scenario. And on its own, it's great for Mist. <laughs> so... Finding entrancing apparitions during a blitz game as mist was like, oh, it was perfect. How are those elements looking? First off, it's fast. Nice. So that means it's cheaper. It costs one energy, which means it's free. Zero. Love it. You know well of my thoughts with having a zero-costing free card on a spirit that gets reclaimed one on one of the tracks. Broken. <laughs> <laughs> you get Boon of Vigor. <laughs> All the time. Every not broken, but it's very, it's very good. powerful. So, Entrancing Apparitions, fast. Yeah. And now it's free. But it has three elements. Yay. Pray tell what elements are those? It's moon, air, water. Literally what is all <laughs> three that you need. Is it's there phenomenal. any fire in there? So, no fire. Nice. So gaining it gets you an energy, yep. and it gives you all the elements that you want. And that is just so great. Even if I didn't tell you what the effect was, already I'm a fan. Especially for now this. it's free, yep. and it gets me all the elements that I want, and it gave me an energy when I acquired it. Beautiful. But it says defend two. Which if, is nice. That's Which is phenomenal. That's nice. That's good. That's honestly, it's really good. But if no invaders are present... Gather up to two explorers. That is huge. That is huge. Two explorers. What does Blitz do? Additional explorer? Question mark? means that you get a second explorer somewhere. Huh. The reason that this is so cool is pick a land, gather two explorers. Those two explorers can't do damage anymore because you just defended two. Mm-hmm. It's funny because you put the defense before you grab the people who you need the defense for. <laughs> so the way I like to play Mist, Tell me. I like to take an early blight. So that I can focus not on stopping those early game ravages, but stop those early game builds. Mm. Just like Ted said, taking an early blight buys you time. How? I don't have to worry about that ravage because I've already set in my mind to take it so that I can stop the builds yeah. coming next turn. Especially early blight because you have a cushion with the blight card. You don't so, need to stop every blight. if I kill an explorer who just explored, who's by themselves... That means a land is clear, Mm -hmm. which means I have clear lands out there. So let me target a land that is adjacent to a land that has two explorers in it because they just explored with two explorers. Grab them in, defend two. Nice. Was there a Tahan in there because I pushed him with Lost in the Swirling Haze? You betcha. You betcha there was. Or perhaps, you know, they happened to be there anyway. Nice. It was so cool. Oh my goodness, it was so good. Because <laughs> I think we had mountains ravaging. Your mountains, like you said, were completely clear because you mm. were misting. And yeah. then you pulled in two explorers from the wetland because they additionally added an explorer. So you pulled those two. They ravaged. They defended two. The Dahan there. It was, oh, it was so great. textbook. Oh, well done. It was so great. Honestly, another thing that we had, just think about it. We actually had some really convenient luck with the invader deck and event stuff. No. But. No. We only had one disease event. <laughs> 
very grumpy. <laughs> that is true. When it came to beast events, only one of them really worked. Yeah. We weren't really beast users. Not really. We got like, I think, a fear. If the We got a fear card that's like, too many monsters. It's a fear card that does good things for you if you have beasts out there. I'm like, wow, they're afraid of both animals. <laughs> too many monsters. Literally two. All two of them. Two monsters. <laughs> but there were times that we've said in the past, in our fear episode, both us and our contributors who joined us for that one, Azure, Speedy, Ray, and Ted, said that it's beneficial to set the board so that fear cards and event cards can actually be useful and happen successfully, even though you don't know that they're coming. But yeah, just set just the board for that. Having a higher chance of the probability Right. There are many times in this game where it's just like, eh, I don't know where to shove this to Han. Eh, go there. And hey, it worked out. Worked out. There were times where it's like, hey, if a land has both Dahan and invaders in it, do this. Mm-hmm. Hey, if a land has your presence and Dahan in it, do that. That happened like twice this game. Gather Dahan, do damage. Also, that one time where it was just like, hey, you may gather and explore the fear card. You may gather and explore yeah. and get them to an inland land. We're like, hey, well, we're about to do our first stage two card. Eh, let's just prepare in case it's coastal. Get some people off the coast. Coastal land. Coastal land. Hey, that, that worked we, out. We had some good <laughs> luck this game. That was fun. That was good. It- <laughs> But we got to bring up the event. <laughs> Come on, unedited. <laughs> oh, all right you are, sir. Oh, this was hilarious. So you know how every power in this blitz scenario is fast. <sighs> Draw I think the you card. know where we're going. <laughs> we go to the next card from the event deck and outpaced. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, whoa. Literally, we're just, oh, man. We're just like, LOL, give me the finger. <laughs> what are slow powers? To all the times that outpaced has just like stabbed ruined. us in the back. Ruined games for people. We're just like, LOL, up yours, <laughs> outpaced. Why? Because it does Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> there's no slow powers. If you are unfamiliar, Outpaced is usually a frowned upon card that is dreaded so much so that it is removed from the event deck. Eric even says to boot it because of how just unfun it yeah, is. Yeah, a pretty swingy card. Not to describe what it does, if you're unfamiliar with the game, Outpaced is a card that makes you cancel a slow power that you were going to play. Mm-hmm. So, hey, cool, I have a slow power that I'm going to play, and it's a cool card. Yay! Alpace comes in and says, ho, 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 no. get rid of your slow power card or suffer other negative effects. Yep. And those other effects, they're not pleasant. Not pleasant most like of them. the time. I don't like it. So here, Alpace comes in and says, hey, yo, get rid of your slow powers. We're like, we've done our powers, buddy. <laughs> what are slow? So nothing happens. That Part was of that really <laughs> funny. I like that. Hey there. Editing Ryan here. Coming in just to say that as it pertains to page nine of the Branch and Call rulebook, if you are playing with Blitz and you draw Outpaced, discard that card and draw a replacement. Back to you. Oh, and we didn't get farmers. No farmers. Because <laughs> I feel like we always get farmers with you. I was actually like, oh, kind of sad because we ended the game a turn earlier than I thought we were. Okay. Because like, all right, next turn, I'm going to go for a major. You did say that. And then we won. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm curious what the next event was. No, it wasn't. Years of Little Rain! Oh! oh no! The best event in the game! That's your favorite! I'm like, ah. Oh. 
Oh, grow well. now? Thank you. <laughs> I will add a presence to a land with Dahan. As if we needed it. <laughs> That's true. But it's just like, when you have a favorite card, and then like, okay, let's see what the so next close. one was. Oh, no. So oh, the close. blight card? We never blighted. We ended with two. I did find that one. I got things under control. I was getting pretty blight Dude, happy. Dude, you did phenomenal. But then I was just like, here's the thing. May I'll skip some rabbits. Here's the thing. If we didn't have the extra two blight per player, we would have blighted. <laughs> <laughs> we would have bled it, but then again, I would have been still been healthy. It still would have been healthy. That's true. And that is very important. Why? Because I see a lot of people every now and then saying that vengeance will blight the board. Well, it is common for vengeance to go with a play style that will yield such a result. But I think it's just important to vocalize certain truths because yeah. they are truths when I see them. Vengeance can easily play a game without blighting the island. Without, flipping the card. Without flipping that card. Yeah. And still be very effective, very damaging, very fear generating. Heck, I've seen games where Vengeance was the least blighting character on the field. I think we need to remember, so there is a card, Strike Low with Sudden Fevers. You can skip Ravage Actions. That's big. So that is big. Yes, you are probably letting some Blights Ravages go through, because that's just who you are. You need that damage. Yep. But you don't need to let every Ravage go through. Sure. So I agree with you. You have to be smart about it. Mm -hmm. But it's not an instant flip the Blight card spirit. That was just something I wanted to add. Yeah. That one slow power that I got, that one one costing slow minor that I got. What was that one? was Renewing Rain. So. Hey, that did help out. It kept us. We felt, hey, you know what? Why not? That was the one that let me get rid of the blight on my Well, board. you know I was going to pick up a blight from a Yeah, you were done. <laughs> but you did find drought. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that a blight removing? Blade adding. It's adding. <laughs> but it was so great. It's like, okay, destroy towns, add a blight, one damage to each building. Perfect. Nice. What was great with that one was I was coincidentally one land over, uh -oh. and I had nothing to do with Lost in the Swirling Haze for that turn. I needed so to I save like, some damage, right? You know what? Let me just swoop in there and save the damage for that no, one that turn. No, that was huge because the next turn I finished off that city. Right, and then you isolated that sucker with Enchant <gasps> the Forces of yes. Corruption. Remember when I was talking about Gathering Blights? That's a card that can let <laughs> it happen. And then there's a ton of people there the next turn. There's like 10 people that was about to Blight, and you're like, I want to Blight. I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm out. <laughs> you never lost a presence. Never lost I've a presence. I've yet to see lose a presence with Mist. Yep. Honestly. From it's a Ravage so action easy. or something. It's so Yeah, with events or a special adversary thing, things, sure. Things happen. But standard gameplay, oh my word, it's so easy. I haven't seen it It's just like, I can't tell you how many times, like, this is a dangerous land. Okay, later. <laughs> Bye. One thing what happens with us, I think more often than not, obviously when you're making your invader deck, you have to shuffle out cards. Uh -huh. I feel like we always shuffle out the same land type from the invader stage one to stage two. It's not the first time it happened. <laughs> no, it happens like the fourth time. It happens all the time. In this case, it was wetlands. <laughs> mountains, ma mountains, mountains, mountains. Right, stage three was sand mountain. I mean, I've had games where it's like, the, what was the stage one card that we burned? Jungle. What was the stage two card that we burned? Jungle. Jungle. <laughs> what was the stage three card that we got rid of? Jungle Jung wetlands. Yeah. Like, like, they don't even go there. Our wetlands were completely clear. Fine by me. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I'm not mad about it. It was just funny because they kept going to, they're like, mountain stage one, mountain yeah. stage two, mountain sand stage three. I'm like, all right, they're really you know these mountains. funny? Honestly, Blitz Mist, having the scenario in there really changed my early game. It really changed my opening play. Honestly, usually I go for growth three for that energy so I can find a card that doesn't have five. Oh, yeah. And I don't need any defense. So why would I play, well, I play Unnerving yeah. Paul? 
Sometimes I play, depending on the game, for turn one, flowing in silent form, start by. Why? Fear. Why not? Some games, I'm like, eh, not so important, save it. Usually, I play one card because on turn one, I don't really need a bunch of cards. Sure, you can make the argument. I agree. You can make the argument for trying to go really early for a turn one, level two, Lost in the Swirling Haze. I prefer a turn two, level two, Lost in the Swirling Haze, and yeah. we can get that. I think it's better timed in the I think turn. so. Yeah, I think so. We can get more into that with Be- Spirit Analysis, Because with I guess. Vengeance, I also like, there is a growth option for Vengeance where you can also gain a, right. a minor power. And I like doing that, too, because you're kind of building your hand at the start of the right. game. But we both didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I did growth, too, did the double presence, and still got energy from my cards. Do you think we try to grow faster because of just the Blitz? So, Blitz, the enemy feels like they're at a higher pace. Yeah. And I'm like, well, with my double growth option, we both did our I double can growth keep pace many times. But I'm not going to get as much energy usually. Sure. Because I like to get that card. I like to try going for a defend card early Definitely. if I can. I like getting that energy from it. But here, I'm like, well, I'm going to get my energy from my cards. And I kind of need to keep pace. Yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and do my double growth. And yes, there are very good solid builds with Mist. Where even in a normal game, double growth, you do your double growth. Yeah. I'm not saying that this is something that's new. I'm just saying that I usually do growth three almost always because I like miners. And I find that for miners, growth three is usually the sure. best play. Like I said, get into that later with that strategy, spirit analysis, some other time. But this time, like, actually, I'm going to do growth two. Also, I played Unnerving Paul turn one and I never do that <laughs> because I have need. Because energy. energy. Because, hey, quick, let me move in. I had three powers. Yeah. I had Flowing in Silent Form start by. I had True. Unnerving Paul, and I triggered level one of Suffocating Trout, so let me scoot two presents into that one land, and Unnerving Paul, that sucker, defend one per presence in there, three damage coming in, defend two, nice. Oh, I did nothing turn one Ravage. I'm just like, let it My other land blinded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's no lie. I'm like, I could skip this Ravage action. Yep. Nah. <laughs> I wanted that early blight, baby. Yeah. In fact, we had one event where it said in a land with either strife or disease, lands don't ravage. And I was so mad. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I needed this to blight because I was going to do damage next turn. Ironically, the events didn't screw me over. The fear cards screw me over. Why? (gasps) Because I had to remove an invader from a land that had two or less invaders. And I'm like, frick. What does that describe? I had two lands with one invader because they were my fear farm and my third land had a damaged building but it had four invaders in it. I'm like, it doesn't say May. I have to do this. We lost a fear. Dang it. Because we lost that town. So my sweet spot is three. I like having three. The fact that I now have two lands (sighs) that have damaged buildings in it. I'm like, dang it. I still get two fear, but it could have been three fear, but I lost my energy gain. (laughs) Yes, I'm still getting energy from other things. But point being, I'm like, no. No fear cards. You're supposed to help me. And we were kind of going You were the chosen one. <laughs> you were supposed, supposed to give me energy, not, not take it away. <laughs> destroy it. <laughs> destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where we'd get the <laughs> reference in. Isildur! Isildur! I picked up Flesh Rot Fever. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's funny how similar like that is with Fetid Breath. They're both add one fear, add a disease. Mm. Nice. So I would like to pair these two because, like you were saying with these daisy chains, 
Both of these are slows, but I wanted to pair these with Epidemics Run Rampant because with that power, that is an innate where each damage would stack with the disease. So I was adding multiple diseases, which mm-hmm. were slow powers, and then I'm there doing that. so many diseases I'm like, on oh, that yeah. board. And then oh, my I, word. One damage per, oh yeah, plus one damage per, and there would be like four diseases in one land because <laughs> I just kept spamming diseases, letting them build. So that was fun to use a slow power, stack it with my fast damage, and just go blam it. Oh, there's a blight there? Seriously. Even more damage. Remember when we said Vengeance likes having fetid breath and big bears before strike glow and your nates? Yes. yes. This is why. <laughs> so that was fetid breath. What other cards did you grab? Because you grabbed a few that were just great. Yeah, I focused on minor powers for a big chunk of this game. Okay. I think I tend to do that when I play Vengeance. Okay. If we're talking bang for your buck, go with me here. Okay. I think Downpour and Vengeance are the best spirits of getting the best use out of the minor power deck. Hmm. Downpour, obviously we know about the repeats, right? Yes. Vengeance, I'll give a quick example. I picked up Savage Maul Beast in our game. Can I call and raise you yes. fangs on the side? <laughs> fangs. So any... I, let's, I'm just let's being go, silly. Let's go, let's go. No, no. Fa- any spirit with... A re- John's like, let's go. You want to bring that up? <laughs> any spirit with a reclaim one, incredible. Add two reclaim ones, yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to contest you. I'm just... Can we maybe add fangs to that list? <laughs> <I'll... laughs> Lure fangs, river, anyone like reclaim serpent? Yeah, no, I, that's a good thing. Yeah, reclaim one makes you aptly suited for miners. Yeah. Here's what led me to this thought. I picked up Savage Maw Beast in our game. Honestly, mm. I usually skip this card. You need a sacred site. It's low. It's one damage and you have to target jungles or wetlands. And then there's an elemental threshold for a minor power, which is crazy. Yeah, it's not too common, it's is it? It's very unique. I mm. guess it's not crazy, but it's rare. Mm-hmm. And whoop-de-doo, after three animals, you get one extra damage. So it's, mm-hmm. just, I don't know. But I picked up this card and all of a sudden I'm destroying with Mobius. It's a zero costing card and I'm clearing out lands, taking out multiple building cities because with Vengeance, one damage can lead to who knows what. Right. It can go a long way. So I think that's why I like Vengeance and the minor powers because they become less like minor powers because of I can see it, all yeah. those well, bad you, lands. Very simply put, it's the same base emotion of why wildfire and might earth can take powers and make them really good good point. because they simply have access to damage amps mm-hmm. and when you are someone that has access to damage amps you can go and look at these quote-unquote weak cards and be like yo kapow and use them to great effect i've almost never used savage mobbies in the digital game i had to use it to unlock an achievement I'm hey. like, darn you digital <laughs> you're making me use this power <laughs> but you had fun with that power, didn't you? When I played Vengeance. (laughs) (laughs) Not in digital. (laughs) Yet. Yet, yet, yet. Can you imagine how hard it's going to be to code Starlight? (laughs) Starlight's going to be Finder for digital. This is adjacent. Wait, was it adjacent? Did did I already make that? Was I open or closed? I'm so glad that someone else gets to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun, Andalabra. (laughs) I have this one little adage that I like to jokes and comedy in life like to use and that is that sounds like not my problem (laughs) (laughs) it's literally not I'm so sorry trackers can be tough I think yeah to code and right yeah right (laughs) to 
design. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to get okay. off topic, but... Back to the lizard! Hey! I like how you rethink the decks, is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. I picked up and trapped the forces of corruption, and I know you like this card for fangs. Yeah, everyone likes this card for fangs. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect elements. And then you can move Blight out of lands. Yeah. So Raging mm. Hut can go ham on. Mm. I like this card because I was gathering Blight into a land that I yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, no, 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 come back. <laughs> right, that's when you took mine. Yeah, I swiped your Blight. Did you mind? I'm like, sure. And I want another Blight to be added because it doesn't cascade, but that's mm. two Badlands now from one minor yeah. power. Yeah. So I wonder what that would look like realistically, taking a Blight and moving it. Whoa, thematically, how does that work? Right. What does that look like? You're Vacuum up? suck damage out of there and just... Well, we're good now. Because like, the Lands, like, it's destroyed. It's destroyed. It's marred. Yeah. It's been farmed, gouged. Like, I don't think of Blight as, oh, there is now poisonous, radioactive, toxic waste that's no. on the land, and now we just vacuum it out of there. I think of, like, chopped down trees if this was right, a jungle or something. Right. I don't know. Just a funny thought. It is a funny thought. Anyway, it's kind of like Doctor Strange taking the time stone and be like, about that. <laughs> Time passes. <laughs> and it's like it's rewind a, and it looks good again. It's a long game. Remember that Fractured. apple that he rewound time and it like, yes. it went backwards with the bites, mm-hmm. not coming out of it, but like being added to it. Did you see the news trailer? Oh, so good. <laughs> Back to Entrap. <and> <laughs> That's going to age well. Yeah. <laughs> what if it sucks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, anyway um, no Way Home was phenomenal. Oh, it was so great. Anyway. <laughs> um, no spoilers. <laughs> that was my stockpiling card. You're gathering yeah. up light, yeah. and this is going to be, you know, my boom land type of mm-hmm. thing. What was really cool, I eventually went for majors, and I picked up the Wounded Wild turns on its assailants. Mm. For vengeance... Okay, I'll just go into the card. It's a slow power. <laughs> Thanks, Blitz. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yep. So it's a fast <laughs> power. <laughs> and the target land has to have blight. Yeah! <laughs> About that. I'm playing Vengeance. <laughs> First, you add two Badlands. Perfect. Like it? Gather up two beasts, whatever, who cares? One damage <laughs> per Blight! And I'm already getting one damage per yeah. Blight. Yeah. Extra damage. Obviously, there's a lot of good cards in this game for specific mm. spirits, but that just really yeah. fit of just like, oh, this is perfect. Right. Well, I mean, Badlands is bonus damage, yep. but then there's Blight. It's just bonus damage. Which, and it's counting damage per Blight, yeah. so... Yeah, that was a really fun yeah, card. Yeah, no, that's a great card for Vengeance. My closing thoughts <laughs> on Vengeance. <laughs> like I said, I like rethinking the minor deck. And for Vengeance, I think they're one of the most slept-on spirits in the game. Yeah? I think it was Fangs. Okay. And I think you made people realize it has a special rule. <laughs> <laughs> and or how to read special rules <laughs> okay but vengeance i think they're a lot like spread rampant green okay okay real quick i'll break it down all right in every game of spirit island invaders have three actions they yeah. explore they mm. build they ravage and then there's gonna be some in the comments well england can double <laughs> well escalations make them have another i get it yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. know what i'm saying people <laughs> They have three actions. <laughs> Don't you love the internet? <laughs> <laughs> Green can stop two of those actions. Yes, they can yes. stop builds, stop ravages. Vengeance mm-hmm. can do the same. That's true. They can stop builds. Yeah, that's true. And they can skip ravages. Obviously, obviously, huge qualifier. Not mm. as consistent as sure. spread a rampant green. Mm. But I think the game basically does three things to you know stop you down, and make you lose, explore, build, ravage. If you can stop two out of three, that's pretty good in a spirit. Mm. And if you do let a ravage 
have to go through because it's not consistent as green, that blight becomes a badland. Right. So again, like it's still a net positive for you. Right. Yeah. I just can't think of a bad matchup for green, like Brandenburg Prussia. They're quick out of the gate. <laughs> right. Good. Let them blight. Let the land right. double ravage and, and right. blight. Or against France, they're about to build and convert people. How about nip? How about no? <laughs> or even Sweden coming in with a massive attack. Double blight? <laughs> How about nope? <laughs> England builds. Uh, nope. Or let the builds go through in fear. <laughs> in, yeah, right. Vengeance in case. Vengeance. For vengeance. Yeah. Scotland. Don't let the coast build. Yeah. They're about to build on the coast. <laughs> no. Even Russia, who, you know, ravages, destroys. We're about to kill a beast. No. How about no? Yeah. Habsburg. Mm. Durable towns. Yeah. Blight yeah. weakens them. Oh, I was going to already plan on blighting anyway. Yeah. So I think there's a lot. For vengeances. The- yeah, not greens. <laughs> Sorry. I'm back on vengeance. For... <laughs> But it makes sense, though, that green would have a hard time because, you know, plants, if there's a lot of plants out there, the cows are going to be like, ooh, or happy cows come from California. No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. But can you imagine a game with green and vengeance? So much action being stopped. Yeah, those are very. So much prevention. It's like opposite sides of the elemental spectrum with surprisingly similar effects. (laughs) Yeah. I know people are going to say, like, John compared vengeance to green. They're on the same tier wise. No. (laughs) I understand. Hear what, what I'm saying, I not what I'm not saying. I understand what gift deploration is, <laughs> and what, and I'm aware of what fiery vengeance <laughs> is not. <laughs> <laughs> These are not completely one and the same. But skipping invader actions uh, is big. Yeah. And yeah. throwing what the invader does back at them with blight, mm. or even letting builds go through for fear, yeah. is also big. Mm. So I think people are naturally scared of vengeance. I can see it. I mean, they challenge the norm. Yeah. Or what has been the established norm for a while, at least. Yeah. The Jagger changed a lot. So vengeance has been fun. And like I said, it's been fun rethinking the minor deck, especially any major can do damage, right? Sure. Any major can be major type mm-hmm. of thing. Hey. Hey. <laughs> it's in the name. But yeah, I think the minor powers to shine a new light or there's a new way to look at them. Much like minor earth, like you were saying, or any spirit mm-hmm. that is able to do damage and to mm-hmm. amplify damage. Mm-hmm. Like wildfire, like minor earth, and now like a vengeance who wants badlands wants blights and can utilize those so one damage power a stupid mall beast power can take out a city <laughs> it all goes back to mall beast hey. <laughs> so again and blitz was so fun when you are doing these daisy chains because mm-hmm. i counted real quick there are 15 disease adding powers in this game either minors uniques or majors okay two-thirds of them are slow so you had to yeah. plan out sure for vengeance, a lot of targeting powers you have have to have disease. So you mm-hmm. need to plan out in the slow phase what you want to do in the fast. Mm-hmm. With Blitz, it's so fun. <laughs> Make spreading rod <laughs> Anyway, this is our new spreading rod episode. <laughs> what if we elaborate time? Or what if this was all about spreading rod? <laughs> and we unveil the curtain. <laughs> spreading rod part two. You've activated my trap card. <laughs> We're going to talk about spreading rod the whole time. Joke's on you. The real purpose has become clear. <laughs> spreading rock was so fun. I want to play this again. Man, that's a fun spirit. Woo! Anyway, you had to anyway. you had to plan out disease a lot. So Blitz yeah. was a lot of fun for me doing everything in one turn mm. type of thing. Like I got to add disease and then do damage yeah. just like that. Mm. Bing, bang, boom. Without lightning in the game. Mm-hmm. So this was a fun scenario. It is reinforcing how much I love this. Not love. 
I like the spirit. I'm growing to love. There it is. Ding. <laughs> I think one of the most comedic things we saw was when the event had the Dahan that said they run away from lands that are diseased to a land that isn't diseased. That was funny. And your central land, that wetland, land number five yes. on seaboard, was the only land you had that wasn't diseased. In my entire board. And so there's all these Dahan like... And they're just like huddling together. Well, yeah, the events had pushed, pushed a Han. A disease on every <laughs> single other surrounding land. I honestly didn't know what to do. I'm like, I guess they just stayed there because I can't push them. It was funny. Live together, dialogue. <laughs> My island was plagued. I got some disease on your board too. I started, fine. It started spreading out. And we never blighted. Yeah, that's true. Blighted. It was, was good. Great. Honestly, great game. That was so fun. fun. It was great. We had some good pulls. Yeah, Flesh Rod Fever was big for me. And Entrancing Apparitions for me. Huge. So good. Like both of them needed to do exactly what we wanted to do. Yep. Blitz Mist, oh my goodness. If you had any trouble or reservations with Mist, play Blitz. Yeah. And it is so easy and so much fun. You want extra energy? <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> I think if you just want a fast, fun game of Spirit Island under half an hour, honestly, go for, go for Blitz. Honestly, next time I do Blitz, I want to like kick up the difficulty. I want like either Archipelago or like an extra board. Extra board Blitz would be yeah. really fun. I think that'd be fun. And Let's w- do it. What's cool, because I know some people, it's hard to get the game at times or it's mm. expensive and they can only do the app or digital. This is on the app because it's from the yeah. base game. You can play Blitz. It's on the app or on Steam, and it's a fun time on there, too. Mm-hmm. Just seriously, try out the scenario. I mm-hmm. know the scenarios aren't often as played or talked about as the adversaries. Try mm-hmm. Blitz. It was a blast. Honestly, give it a try. You'll have a blast. I'm guessing most players, honestly, have probably tried Blitz. Okay, good. Maybe those who haven't are either new players or people that just maybe don't even do scenarios. Yeah. Maybe because it's like, eh, it doesn't really change the game much or something. Hey, give it a shot. It's a fun time. Yes. Now that Blitz has been played, we're coming up to one of my favorite scenarios. Oh, boy. <laughs> but hey, before that, we get to hear all about your thoughts. Correct. On Blitz. And that's going to be a ton of fun. So that was our experience with it. It was a ton of fun. I can't wait to hear about other people's experience oh, yeah. and thoughts and sure. strategies and what they think yeah. of it. This is my favorite part of it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is when it comes to scenarios, I think... I don't know. This is my opinion. I'm guessing there's going to be times for more juicy stories. Yes. Like, I want to hear all the juicy stories. Like, all the funny bits. In here, for us, it was Outpace coming up. (laughs) We had to pause the game. We were laughing so hard. We were laughing. We were like, we had a rules check. Like, wait a minute. What do we do? This is crazy. This never happens with Outpace. I've never given a card the finger before. (laughs) (laughs) So we know there's more stories out there with these scenarios. Yeah. Can't wait to hear them. All right, y'all. Until next time, we'll catch you on the Flippity Flip. Peace out. Bye. We appreciate that you took the time to listen to this episode of the Kindred Spirit Podcast. We're grateful that you did, and we hope that you thoroughly enjoyed it. Feel free to interact with us on our socials. You can catch us on our Facebook or Instagram, as well as BoardGameGeek, Reddit, and Discord. Consider supporting us on Patreon, where you'll get access to episodes early as well as our private Discord. Links to all those will be in the description of this episode. Have a great one, and may the elements be ever in your favor.